Hey, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. Well, I can tell you that I'm down on Bondi Beach and it's a very, very, a very beautiful day. I think we're over our storms. We're back into summer. Uh, people are on the beach, it's early morning. There are, some of them have put up their baby tents, which is a really good thing. There's no wind around. There's a thousand surfers out. There's uh, a boat out there patrolling Looks like a police boat patrolling for shark fins, but there are none, so it's all good. Sydney to Hobart's going really well, and here we are. Look, yesterday I talked about the three levels of care, caring, careful, and careless. <coughs> what I concluded yesterday in the podcast for you was that careless is the state we're aiming for. Careless basically means uh, I speak in my values uh, through your values. So I talk to you in what you like, so I get what I like. And I think this, this is really, uh, it's, it's, it's really important to, to understand the differences because caring and careful are terrible states. If they are martyrdom, where we sacrifice ourselves so that someone else gets cared for, but we are, feel uncared for. We feel care, uncared, and like nobody cares about us. So caring about yourself and caring enough to talk about yourself and what you want, but in other people's values means you're romantic and you're selling. And this is really the success of the ego. Careless is egoless. Now, funny, it's funny that a person might say, this is what I want, this is what I want, this is what I want, which, it, which would be, uh, uh, instead of saying careless, it would be careful or caring. This is what I want, this is what I want. And so we call that egotistical. But knowing what you want, knowing what you want is not. Knowing what you want is egoless. Talking about what you want in your, in your value set is actually careless. Talking about what you want won't get you what you want. Talking about what other people want so that you get what you want That's manifestation. So, we were talking this morning about the three things that are really important. And one of the things we were talking about in, a, in my morning coaching session was the idea that there are three, four perennial questions every human being asks themselves to satisfy in other words, to calm down the ego, to calm, calm it down. And the, the four questions are, where am I going? Where do I come from? Who am I and why am I here? And that's how the ego gets satisfaction, I suppose you could say. It gets calm enough. If you answer those four questions with enough authenticity and integrity, uh, your ego will come to peace 
come to calm. Remember, the ego is there to protect you. It builds you out. The soul is seeking power. The ego basically says, I'll get it for you, and runs off on a tangent, seeking all sorts of short-term gratification, all sorts of parties, sensory gratification, saying to the soul, don't worry, you, you go back to sleep. Uh, I'll go and get it for you. I'll go and get your power. I'll be angry. I'll be upset. I'll be jealous. I'll be nervous. I'll have ice cream. Uh, I'll have sex. I'll know things. I'll fill my intellect. And you just fall asleep. But the soul can't fall asleep because the reason we exist on this planet is one of the reasons, at least, is the soul search. The, the idea that we can live in our soul and we can live from our soul in a state of doubtlessness in a state of state of pre-happiness pre-happiness it's happy before you're happy this soul search is not the four perennial questions but calms the ego down with the four perennial questions so that you get a sense of the intuitive heart. And this intuitive heart is on a mission. And it doesn't worry about your relationship, it doesn't worry about your kids, it doesn't worry about what time tennis is on tomorrow, or how fat you are, or how far you swam today. These are, these are ego questions, and they're important. The soul's asking a different question. What's my purpose? Uh, how can I serve the world today? How can I be authentic? How can I trust my intuition? All these beautiful, beautiful questions that come without questions, because there's no words from the soul, of course. It's just an inner core knowing, a seeking. But we make a mistake from time to time, think the ego is going to answer those questions. One of the things that's very important so that we don't become egocentric and egotistic is to answer the four perennial questions. With the answers to those four questions, we calm the ego down. It's no longer in fear. It's no longer operating out of shame or out of guilt. It's operating out of clarity. And when the ego gets clarity, there's a certain strength surrounds a person and it's not for the sake of having a small ego. In fact, the bigger your ego, the bigger your life will be. The size of your vision determines the size of your life, size of your questions. The quality of the questions you have determines the quality of your life. So it's not about shrinking the ego, it's about expanding it. But if you expand the ego too fast, and it wants, 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 and it doesn't know the answer to the four questions, then the ego gets out of control. And this is a very ugly feeling. It's feeling like I just expect things and I expect them to be the way I want them to be. And I, I'm desperate and I'm stressed and I'm nervous and I'm full of anxiety and I'm going to therapy and I'm going to counseling. <laughs> it's because the ego got too big, not because it got too small. The ego got too big but didn't have the answer to the four questions. Let's go over them. Where'd I come from? Well, you can say 
uh, I come from Bondi, or I come from Melbourne, or I come from New York, or America. But that's not where you come from. Where, we, where you come from is the lineage through your parents, to, through the donors of the sperm and the egg that created you. You come from whoever created them, the sperm and the egg that built that, and the sperm and the egg that built that, and the sperm and the egg. So it's nice to trace that lineage back and put identities around it because you are, although you think you're unique, you are the evolution of your hist history. It's all built in there in your DNA. It's kind of like really good to observe that. Where am I going? Well, that's the question you ask in a vision quest and dream board. And if at any time you forget where you're going in any of the areas of life, in other words, what, where you'll be in 12 months or 18 months or two years or five years or 10 years or 20 years, what's your mission, what's your vision? Anytime you forget that, the ego takes over and seeks short-term gratification to substitute for that information. And then you become a pirate. You start stealing from yourself. You start stealing from friends because you have no, when you have no vision of the future, everything becomes instantaneous gratification. The last two questions are a little bit more sensitive and we usually go to some form of psycho-awareness or self-consciousness to say, who am I? So who am I? Well, as, a, as an example, I say, I'm a guy on purpose. I live that purpose through my relationship, through my family, through my friends, through my books, through my work through my health program, through walking on the beach, through doing a podcast. I live that purpose through as many of the aspects of life. So who am I is not locked into my work because that would make me almost a prisoner of the thing that I'm supposed to be doing with joy, which won't be a very joyful thing to do. I think you could imagine. So who am I? I'm a man on purpose and I know I would state my purpose and I live that purpose in, and I would describe as many areas as life as possible. And then I would say in my purpose statement that I read in my consciousness every single day of my life, I would say, what do I need to have to live that out? What will I have? You know, do I have a car? Do I really need to have a car or do I want to have a car to live that purpose? The answer is categorically no. Do I need to own an aeroplane? Right now, no. But if I did, I'd have it written there. So, be, do, have, uh, who am I? And seven areas of life. And that gives the ego calm because it takes it out of fear. The last one is why am I here? And this is the shitty question that we run away from as soon as you ask it in a workshop people need a pee it's a hilarious question why are you here and people are afraid afraid of the answer because the why am I here means they have to in, if inflate themselves in, elate themselves in, engorge enlarge 
make themselves a big thing because why am I here? Oh, I'm here to have children or I'm here to, you know, work for a Telstra or I'm here to paddle an ocean ski. That's no, not why you're here because there's an immortal immortality to life, you know, that tomorrow, as you well know, you could be dead. And if you're here because of something mortal, something trivial, then it makes being here so fragile, so nerve-wracking. So we try to create in the why am I here a sense of immortality, a sense of leaving a footprint on this planet to make this world a different place. And we create the why uh, without being righteous and saying, I'm, I'm right. We, we create this why just saying, well, what's in my heart? What do I want to, if I could leave this planet in 24 hours, if I had to, what would I leave behind? And there becomes a sense of, uh, a sense of purpose. So these four questions, where'd I come from? Where am I going? Who am I? Why am I here? These four perennial questions, they, 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 in other words, they're not, they're not your perineum. They're, they're not that per perineal. They're, they're, these are the four questions you always ask. You never stop asking. You might ask, where's my perineum? And that's between your fancy bits and your bumhole. So in that space, there's, there's a soft space. And that's really what they call the base chakra. And that's where the fire is lit in your body. And if you vent that fire at that level, you have a great sex. But if you hold on to the fire and bring it up, you can bring it up into the higher levels of your body and operate out of purpose, out of intent and out of love. But, and that's the discard form, of course, and you know that already. So, ah, this is a beautiful morning. I'm going for an ocean swim. And the ocean's just a tiny little wave. It looks perfect. Bye for now.